Hey everybody and welcome to the Jay Anton Poetry Podcast where we read through and discuss everyday poetry for the thoughtful mind. And I'm your host, Jacob Anton Davis. In today's episode, we'll be reading through poems, learning I'm an introvert, and justice. My poem, Learning I'm an Introvert, may be pretty self-explanatory based on the title, but to explain it further, what it really gets into is one that I'm happy to know that either I'm an introvert or I'm infinitely more introverted than I ever would have thought, or two, you know, there's a lot of frustration that comes along with learning that you may be a certain way, especially when you've always felt like you didn't fit or you tried as hard as you could to fit some other mold and it didn't work or it frustrated you. And this poem I wrote after reading the book or listening to the audiobook of Quiet by Susan Cain. And the full title is Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. A lot of the book, whenever it asks you to read through a list of things or do these kind of little tests she has in the book to determine if you're more introverted or extroverted, I was almost 20 for 20 in this one list of introvert qualities. But another thing that this book gets into is that so much of society, uh, at least in America, is built around extroverts. An example that my wife and I like to discuss, because we were both YMCA camp counselors, is the concept that it can be easy at camps for everybody to think that the person who's the best camp counselor is the person who, you know, when the kids are getting there, jumps up and sort of gets in everyone's faces and is like, hey, how are you guys doing? Welcome to camp. We're so glad to have you here. And they're also the people who jump up on stage and do crazy dances or you know, do things to make the kids laugh, but they're just totally full of energy. They're totally wide open and they're just always open, 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 going, going, going. And um, clearly, if anybody has ever worked at a camp or if you've ever been an introverted kid attending a camp, you know that not every counselor fits that mold and not every camper likes being around counselors who fit the extroverted mold. They're worried they're going to be pulled into something or pulled up on stage or they can't just sort of be themselves, you know, that introverted, more quiet, you know, less less talkative in a group setting or, or whatever it might be, um, or just need more time to yourself. That person is probably looked at in a lot of places, not just camps, but um, as somebody who is not participating or if you're a counselor who's not pulling their weight, um, even though they have something really special to offer, too, um, that is not offered by the extroverted mold. So um, I share all that just in case I do have listeners who are also in the same boat. uh, You feel like you tried to fit some mold for a while, and maybe you're still doing that, and it's stressful, it's frustrating, it's anxiety-inducing, and often, whether it's the introversion, extroversion thing we're discussing, or something else, if we're feeling a lot of those things, a lot of times it's because we're not necessarily living in a way that fits who we are or that acknowledges or honors who we are. We're trying to fit some other mold and kind of cram ourselves, you know, into something where we don't 
it's not a comfortable place to be. It's like trying to cram a, a this square peg into the round hole. It's just clearly not a good fit. With all that said, though, here's my poem, Learning I'm an Introvert. How long have I felt broken? How many times have I pushed myself, miserable, to do certain things, believing there was something wrong with me for feeling so nervous and uncomfortable? Why? I am so disappointed to learn that after all these years, after so many torturous moments, there is nothing wrong with me, that my instincts and way of being are fine, normal, okay, accepted, appreciated, and in many ways ubiquitous throughout society. This truth, however late in its coming, is still a truth, and I am thankful to know it. I pray that I will never forget it again, as I will be tempted to do, but will remember it anew every day as long as I live. My second poem is called Justice, and while there are many things in my life that likely went into the creation of this poem, a lot of it largely came from being a part of the criminal justice system for about five and a half years. And I am an attorney by trade, and more specifically, in that system, I was a magistrate in North Carolina. And obviously being a magistrate and and having been in a position of authority, and very specifically, um, even just for a moment in time, you really hold a lot of authority over individual persons, Um, especially when setting their bond, um, you know, where that may determine whether they're able to go home, see their families continue working. But one thing that is tough about working in the criminal justice system, no matter where you are, in that system, is that there really are so many parts of it that can be broken or just incomplete, where maybe there are good intentions, um, but it can just be a very blunt instrument. And so sometimes you may even be a part of a decision or something that you have to do because it's the law that you really feel like in this one defendant's case, it doesn't fit. And even if it would for every other defendant, who got charged with that same crime or who had some of the same circumstances, you just felt like something unfair was happening. So I think there are so many things that are attempting to be positive in the criminal justice system that attempt to treat people well, that attempt to protect people's rights, but there really are so many places where, again, it's uh, you just see the imperfection of justice in our world. So that's what this poem is about. Again, I don't mean for it to be a downer or discouraging, but I think for me it just shared my thoughts of what the reality of justice is uh, in our world. So that is a long explanation, but without further ado, here's my poem, Justice. I am a sword that only cuts against other swords, not against flesh. I would not and could not spar with an innocent blade, though I devastate the strongest and fiercest foil stained with guilt. I am justice. Alone I cannot be resisted, though in the hands of man I am merely a blunt instrument with only occasional sharp edges.
Thank you all for listening to this episode of the J. Anton Poetry Podcast. Remember to like the J. Anton Poetry page on Facebook. Follow at J. Anton Poetry on Instagram. Um, check out jantonpoetry.com for all of my poems. And as always, please feel free to uh, share on any of those forums uh, with anybody you think might enjoy the poems as well. Sign up for my email list serve on the website at the bottom of the homepage and every page. And uh, thank you again for reading. This has been a, uh, a really fun process for me, and I hope you've enjoyed it too.